Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 176 of the Sporting 160 EM podcast. Before we get into anything, I'm once again reminding you to enter the giveaway that we have going for a sporting jersey of your choice from Loja Verde. We'll get it up on screen in a minute. But all you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel, take a screenshot of it with your phone, on your PC, anything. We're not going to discriminate of what you use. Um, but just as long as you, you prove that you're subscribed to us and you could be in a chance of winning a sporting jersey from this season from Loja Verde. And if, if you are outside Portugal, we will also cover shipping costs and everything like that. So you won't have to worry. But anyway, before I get too ahead of myself, let, you, let me introduce you to my co-host. First, we've got the main man from Canada, snowed under at the moment, unfortunately, is Rich. Yeah. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. We got hit with uh, just an absolute storm uh, over the last... 18 hours but other than that i'm good we got a win so that warmed uh the spirits quite quite brightly today definitely and my man chris how you doing today man i'm doing good i uh you know thoroughly enjoyed today's performance from this display in the stands to the padded jacket boys <clears throat> to pot heroics to pot two dropping two 9.0 plus performances since the last time we spoke pot and fuego i mean i i didn't think that this game would be as easy as it ended up being today they're fresh off a four nothing win for their league campaign you know they seem to be trending up uh sure how it would go but they got sent down to 10 men we clearly outplayed them and uh yeah man let's see uh who we draw now i guess we're, we're playing with house money now at this point you know yeah yeah facts and i'm your host sam fonseca also don't forget to follow me and danny as well and also just shout steph doesn't have social media but shout steph because he, he's the big boss man but anyway let's get on to the topic at hand which is the demolition in denmark against magity land which we will we will cover and it was a four nil victory and uh, it was five five one on aggregate um i'll give you the lineup as followed is Edan in goal, St. Just, Coates, Inacio, Arthur Gomez at left wing back, Ricardo Esgao, Ugarte, Morita, Pedro Gonzalez, Edwards, and Paulinho. Off the bench, we had Hector Bellerin, Mateus Fernandez, Trincao, Nuno Santos, and Tanlongo. Ugarte picked up a yellow card, which means he'll miss the, the game, whoever we draw in the round of 16, the first leg. Um, but other than that, Pop scored two goals, an assist from Nuno Santos as well. But yeah, I'll start off with you, Richard. What were your overall thoughts on this game? Uh, I wasn't confident going into this game. I think if you ask most sporting fans, we weren't overly uh, excited to watch this game uh, based on the last performance we had against Meat Land. Uh, we played great. Like, they never really threatened us. We got the goal somewhat early, which was good. I think that helped calm some of the nerves. And then, yeah, they, they never looked like threatening us. They went a man down. We went into the half. It was 1-0 one, one going into the half, so... All in all, you're like, okay, basically just just coast along and and def- and not let them score. You should be fine because away goals mean nothing now, anyways. Uh, and then it was just kind of a bit of an onslaught. We got uh, we got one goal and then another, and then the comical own goal that was absolutely brutal. I I actually missed that own goal, so I just multiple group chats just howling with laughter. And I messaged you guys like, what happened? I missed it. Yeah, did the angle literally add anything? The game already felt long over. It, it was already done. It was three. Yeah. That was the four 0 goal. No, so like 
the game was already done. It was just like almost insult to injury for them, if anything. Um, yeah, Sam sent it to the chat, and I went, "Oh, that's bad." Um, yeah, no, no major standouts outside of pot. Like everybody played pretty well. Uh, it's good to see him kind of coming back on form because he's he's very much a streaky player, especially this last six months or so. He kind of scores in bunches, so. Let's hope he can kind of keep that up, at least in the Europa League. And yeah, we uh, like Chris said, we're playing with house money now, so we'll we'll kind of see who we're who we're playing. Hopefully, we avoid the uh, some of the sharks like Arsenal and uh, the Spaniard, the Spanish teams left. And I know a lot of people are kind of clamoring for uh, Fenerbahce for the George Jesus reunion, which is kind of timely given recent news. So we'll we'll kind of see what happens. But overall, a fun game better than that i think most people expected going in i think some people were expecting us to make a mountain out of a molehill yeah most definitely i've got to mention as well paulinho for their team got sent off yeah their paulinho got sent off not ours and they also have a, a version of wish of slimani called Sel- selmani i suppose selmani selmani yeah. so he's, he's also played Pez- striker He's Pez version when they don't get the license, Slimani. <laughs> <laughs> they just change a couple letters. <laughs> but yeah, Chris, what were your overall thoughts on the game? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that we came out, dominated possession, you know, imposed ourselves in the game right away. Um, and yeah, I mean, it 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 never really felt a doubt. Obviously, the first goal is a bit of a shit house, but um, it's kind of a pressure goal. Um. And then, you know, Pot's second goal is is brilliant. As long as it stayed, you know, one nothing, two nothing, the longer it stayed, uh, I guess it gave them theoretical chances because I mean they did have a couple, you know, odds and ends moments. Kawats had a very, very bad looking attempted like flick in the first half and they got through. Um and then as Gaio Loki saved the day on that one. <clears throat> the guy was kind of falling over already, but it was still a nice play. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just never really, it never really felt a doubt, especially once they go down to 10 men, they just, they never, they never looked apart. And I guess it's kind of how it was in the first leg where we kind of dominated them, but never put them away. And then in the last like 25 minutes or so, it allowed them to kind of build confidence and eventually kind of create something at that towards the end. But we, we put them away and um they just never really were, were able to get anything going anyways but plus you know once you're looking at three four nothing and you're down a man and you barely reach the goal you know it's it's demoralizing so yeah we definitely we definitely humbled them a bit um nice win for the coefficient uh yeah and let's see <clears throat> let's see what we can do um in this next round more likely than not you know Probably Fennec Varros is probably the most the weakest team, but be them and the, that, and the Belgians probably Union. Uh, I mean, we played them in preseason. They're second in the Belgian league. Um, I think that they're yeah. I mean, I still think they're a decent side, you know. Yeah, but you we're know, gonna get Arsenal with our luck among the weaker teams on paper. But yeah, I mean, either of those Spanish teams, they're in the top six in Spain. You know, solid teams. Freiburg, third in Germany, solid. Team this year, it won't be easy. Feyenoord's uh, there. As Feyenoord well. as well. Ready. You know, it, it feels like no matter who we get, it's not an impossible task, really. Um, but you know, not not necessarily likely, but not impossible. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, so um, exciting. I think the draw is tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, uh, 11 a.m. UK. Or is it, or is it, or is it next Friday after the Champions League? No, it's, it's tomorrow. It's is Europa it tomorrow? League and Conference League tomorrow. Yeah, 11 a.m. Okay. my time. So I don't know what time that is. It'd be like early in the morning. Our 6 a.m. Yeah. It's like, a.k.a. after I wake up and just see. It's well, it's like an hour before I'm usually up, so I'll I'll have to just browse. To be fair, I think it's coverage starts at eleven. They do all the pre-match stuff, and yeah, it sure does take so long. So it'll probably be more like eleven thirty or noon. Yeah, eleven thirty or probably just twelve. Anyway, still, I'm still like just waking up. I guess (laughs) it is worth shouting out Adon slightly in this game. I thought he had a couple, yeah, a couple saves. Yeah, Uh, nothing too crazy, but he had to get his body in front of it a couple of times, which he did. Um, Edwards missed a very, very, uh, one-on-one with no one within miles uh, of him. And yeah. he went for the chip and just kind of got owned. I mean, not a, not a great Polino game. I'll be honest. He's kind of invisible yet again, for, even in a game where it's, you know, four nothing and we're towards, and you know, a lot of time is spent in their half. It's, it's, it's not a performance that, you know, leaves me remembering specific moments of his excellence let's just say that you he didn't the even, world even, our, even our through gums i remember a couple very nice runs yeah. down the wing uh individual runs down the wing that shit does not always work but today uh it was working a little bit i guess so improvised left back on through gums with a with a decent performance in my opinion um saint juice i'm gonna be honest not a great game went for the flop about four times uh Hilariously, it was flopped on the second pot goal, and uh, it's like, all right, bro, you can get up now. They scored. You know, you don't have to appeal. <laughs> yeah, to everybody was celebrating. Say, Jews was their uh, dad. There's nothing. There's nothing even in it, anyways. They showed the no. replay. No, it was nothing. Yeah, was I, I, I thought Inacio actually was pretty good. Inacio and Quads, other than that, we're one mistake by Quads, pretty solid. Saint Juice, um, probably the weakest of the back line, and then you know, Esgayo, Esgayo, Esgayoed. He was fine. He was. He didn't make mid. any glaring mistakes. I will say I thought Bellerin was pretty mid against Shavs, but in this game, I thought he added a little flair, a little bit of juice that yeah. as guy who didn't ha- has zero juice, negative juice. Bellerin showed like thirty percent juice. Um, so I'll yeah. take it. You know, uh, I'm, uh, it's enough for me to say that he should start. You know, I, he, he could take people on sometimes, get to the end line, get a cross in blocked but he's at least doing more than just passing it backwards you know yeah um i completely agree um i'll say as well that um i thought ed was probably the weakest out like, attacking player we had i know yeah. you said paulino didn't do much but when paulino paulino's just there like you said he's invisible but edwards had so many times that i think he either lost the ball or like we mentioned he tried to chip like the world tallest goalkeeper which Edwards is kind of a black that goal. He's a giant, by the way. He was huge. It was like out of everything awesome. to do. I, I understand he sort of probably went for like the highlight reel play in his head, and like that was that was the chip. But he was, was going trying to get on the U. So, he's trying to get on the Europa League Twitter account yet again. He was trying to get the mix, the goal you see in like people player mix days. But the great colleague he was a fucking that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. <laughs> Ricardo's guy with it with a good game as well managed to yeah. get. The guy sent off and then pick up a, a yellow card almost straight after. I think no, he he did a, a really good um, defensive clearance, then and got then a the yellow, yellow straight away. Yeah, I don't know like, how much of the off. yellow card is on him versus uh, just just like just going in late when you're already on. 
I mean, the guy got sent off within three minutes. I think both of his yellows, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. Reckless. To be fair, the, the foul from his guy was was harsh because he obviously did go for the ball, but the guys got there first, and it was just a, a, a clash. So I don't blame him too much. But I thought he had a, had a solid game. Uh, I thought um, Artur had some good runs, but at the end of the day, end product really wasn't there for him. Like some of the crosses yeah, he was yeah. doing, he took some wild shots as well. But it's just he's a lot. Of, he's a lot of flash, no substance, isn't he? That's the vibe I get from him. But I also do think maybe because he's in that left wing back role anyway. Like he, he missed on so many headers as well. Like in the first ten minutes, he he got beat for every single header. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that's a position for him, but he played well enough. Morita was for me invisible. I thought he didn't. Really he was invisible today. That's the that's the worst game he's had in a long time. Like he didn't do any. Not that he played horrendously bad. He didn't do anything. Yeah, it, you could rare. tell he was coming back from an injury because he didn't seem like match mm. fit and up, up to scratch. So I won't blame too much on that. Um, and to Chris Point and Dan, like, yeah, he didn't concede, but there were some sketchy moments like where he could have just caught it and for some reason he just slaps it away or punches it in the air. And I'm just like, man, just just catch it. I know you're probably confident at all-time low, but just catch some of these balls, man. Because in the, the day, some of the saves he made went for corners. And to be honest, it could have been... Obviously, it didn't happen, but it could have been a goal from a corner instead of just yeah. catching it. Yeah, my expectations for him are basically any shot on target is likely to go in. So the fact that he had, like, and he thought on targets are like... worthy of a hard attack. <laughs> yeah, but Sam, he's only made like two mistakes all year. <laughs> he's only made two mistakes. <laughs> he's only made two mistakes all season, dude. Come on. <laughs> but but no, just I think a special shout out goes to Pedro Gonzalez. He was absolutely incredible today. Didn't put a single foot wrong. He got lucky on some of the goals, I'll admit. But in terms of passing, distribution, dribbling, everything was there for him today. And finishing, yeah, like I said, some lucky goals. But at the end of the day, you've got to hit him. The, the commentator said... To win, to win, was it to win the raffle? You got to enter the draw, so I guess that's that's what he did. It doesn't um, matter how you score; it's how many. At the end exactly. of the day, you just got to get a goal. <laughs> and like you said, comical on goal from 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 oh, their brutal. team. Just, that's the just... stuff of nightmares. But yeah, the one thing I had that was quite annoying was, was the team selection. I don't think Arthur yeah. Gomez was the way to go. Paulinho as well. It seems like they've signed Jimmy to a contra- contract and then they're like, now you signed, we're not going to play you. So we've got you under under contract for the next, what, four, five years. So, um, and Mateus Fernandez was a weird one to come on, I thought as well, especially with Tanlongo being there. But I understand Tanlongo was also, if he got a yellow card, he probably would have been suspended for the next game as well. But when Mateus, Mateus Fernandez came in, he, he wasn't the best. He misplaced some passes, but like we already had the game won by that point. It didn't matter. Um, we're he's lucky, more. lucky not to get sent off as well. You know, if his studs yeah. are up a little bit more on that one challenge, it's like you slow it down, you get there late, you catch the guy in the shin with your studs. It's like, bro, you're you're putting yourself in the jet, the lottery of uh, getting oh, sent foul. off. Low key, I don't know for anyone that was up late or early for the Portugal game. Anna Borges from Sporting about the 30th minute yesterday against uh, Cameroon. Uh, Cameroon, yeah, she went in with her studs and Loki caught the girl on her cap. Yeah, and there was a check, and I was like, "Yo, please, 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 <laughs> please don't." It's just honestly very fortunate because that could have seriously ruined the game, you know. So yeah, sketchy, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's good to get minutes for those guys for nothing. I think we all kind of knew that it was uh, pretty cooked at that point, you know. Because yeah, yeah, midfield of Pan Longo and Matias Fernandez is pretty wild. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a three nothing game. You're a four nothing game at that point. Like, it's gonna take a mirror. It's gonna take an all time like epic collapse for you to blow the lead. Like, I think you're safe. 
Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. The game was already won, so I would have liked to see maybe more minutes from Diamante, from Fatawu, instead of maybe Nuno Santos. In, uh, I know he didn't bring up any centre-backs, but like maybe Nuno Santos could have, could have had a full rest and given it to Fatawu or or someone else. But like, Diamante against well. his old team? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. This forgot was, uh, I forgot that these he was only on loan to Mafra. Yeah, I, I forgot that as well. Even guys like, I don't know, I would like to see a guy like Luis Neto has not played in, what, five months now? Is Luis Neto cleared out. to play, though, too? That's the thing, because I, I, I don't know how long he's been back practicing. That's the thing. I mean, if he's he on might, the bench, you think he should be. You should if he's be cleared talking. to play, then sure, but if he's not cleared has to play, that Has he not played? Might... Why do I have a memory? He, has, he hasn't played since he's come back. He hasn't come off the bench at all. I don't think he, I don't no, think he, he has. No, he's not played I since, so. I want to say, October. Oh yeah, but he's been it's, on the bench a couple like times like now. It's like pre. Yeah. It was like pre-Halloween. At the very least, like pre-American Thanksgiving. It's the last. Okay, so he's been on the bench a couple of times, but he's not, he hasn't played since. Yeah, he got hurt and then had to get like his kidney removed or whatever the fuck. <laughs> get his something. lungs like yeah, something to his like lung collapse or something. <laughs> he had some shit, man. <laughs> he had a knee injury and then his lung collapsed. <laughs> it was like not, one of the. It's like was this a correlation or causation thing? Like what the hell? But the the main one for me was that I would have loved seeing Jimmy get more game time, like more minutes in this game. Like he could have done it. Yeah, I mean, nil, basically, any critical game, I I think he's a candidate to start. He should be, should you be. know. Yeah, it's a shame. That's also... It's a shame. That, that he did That's also because... not your main gripe, Sam, because you're a big uh, fan. You're the leader of the uh, Rochinha fan club. I, I was just about to say. And, uh, <laughs> not this even is a topic. on the bench. Not, that's even that's what I want to get into. Like so, Jovan... They brought his ass to Denmark, man. For nothing. Just to say Norway. My thing was, right, so he has Jovan Cabral on the bench, who he actively tried to get rid of in, in the winter. He was pretty much gone. He was gone to... Deportivo, wherever he was going, um, Sporting Guion. I can't remember where it was now. Um, that's the one. That's that was Valladolid. Yeah. I just remember because Kyle Larry plays there, and I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, they were trying to get rid of him. He was pretty much yeah, gone, and now the, the deal falls through, and yeah. for some reason, he's still on the bench over Rochinha. Like, what's Rochinha got to do to... We had three centre-backs on the in the bench, if you count Mateus Reis as being a centre-back. Luis Neto, Diamonde, Mateus Reis. Why not give Rochinha some minutes I was speaking to, I want to say, I can't remember who it was, but I've got a few stats here of um, of Rochini's playing time this season when I find it. But like, he's it's like absolutely... non-existent. So yeah, yeah. What playing time? He's so played like in... garbage minutes mostly when he has played in the league. He's had twelve appearances, but only three hundred and seventy total minutes. Uh, one game in the Champions League with seventeen minutes played in total. Two games in the Allianz Cup, 33 minutes in total. One game with Tasta Portugal with 14 minutes in total. Like He's played like under 20 games. I which don't... I'm surprised he's even got that many games, by the way. When you said 12 like appearances in the league, that even that seemed high. That is but like I know it's not a it's all skewed very heavy towards the first half of the season. Or the first quarter. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. And it's like we, like, we he hasn't played in, in weeks. We bought him in for two million, Months, maybe. and then he's just not playing. So, whose idea was it to bring him in? And if so, and if it was Amarillo, remember when what he, he got playing? tested at like? We had no center midfielders, and they were testing Rashinga and Potts in the middle. 
which was a wild time. God, yeah. I that was like that. December during the Chris the World Cup break. That was like a Toss the League game, down. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of like the five nothing games that Toss the League, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, I, mean, I don't even remember if they actually they, I remember they did it in a, in a scrimmage, but I don't know if they ever even did it in a real game. I feel like they tried Maybe it in a real game at some point, like once. They yeah. had to have. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, the game he's, that in that Champions League game where he played for 17 minutes might have been against Marseille when Esguio got sent off. Could be completely wrong and just made that up. But I oh, the one in Le- the one in Lisboa when we got dick slapped the second time. I want to say when when this guy got sent off, or maybe when Adan. Well, because the off. first one was Adan got sent off, and we threw poor Diego Collide to the Wolves, or no, we threw Franco Israel to the to the Wolves. Yeah, it might have it might have been that second game because I the second game is so much more of a blur to me than the which first one was the first, first? The one in France or the one in the one in Portugal? France? I think the, the one in France, France because there was that delay to the game because the, they got yeah they were late because that was the game they, that was the game where they we had delayed to the game but they still didn't get a proper warm up in yeah that was the game where we had a lead could have gone up by two and then how after, does that after, happen man and then after the how? 15 minute dream start it was just like we how are you late the to the game dude I've never seen that man traffic man Shit, and they delayed the game light. they delayed kickoff like 10 minutes but it really longer it wasn't I enough i remember being like yo 10 you know 245 is still not on the pitch yet like yeah we were waiting 248 oh they finally on the pitch for like six minutes oh my god dude that shit was yeah, crazy that was man. off and we still we still had a shot too we we had a lead we almost went up two and then it was just a disaster class of the highest order because we had <laughs> We were on six points. That was our third game. And if we had won that, we would have basically been in. We so would have needed to draw on like one more game. That would have been it. I found the game. It was the 3-0 win against Frankfurt. He came on for Marcus Edwards, who was man of the match that game. He came in for yeah. the 17 minutes. But yeah, then didn't play another game in the Champions League. But I don't know, man. I, I, I Something's fishy about it. I'm not saying it's big conspiracy, but maybe he's not worried trading or... Maybe he said something about Amorim or to Amorim or maybe it's like Slimani situation. I don't know. I, just, I would just like more clarification on it from Ruben Amorim in a press conference or something. Maybe he's yeah. a money, maybe we're just wandering money with him. Like uh, like how teams do for Morata. We're just doing it on a small scale. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I thought he was going to be kind of important. <laughs> they hyped him. Like they hyped him, his signing up like relatively high like it was a very out of nowhere signing from what i can remember it was like literally two days before he signed it was like oh record saying that he might sign that they are yeah it was a very kind of out of out of the blue signing for sure but he got like a decent enough amount of fanfare where i'm like okay he's probably gonna have a bit of a role like at least somewhat of a role on this team more so than what he's what we've seen at the very non-existent role but he's got like no role the argument for, that I'm going to make is that Trincao has played game after game where he's been unimpressive. Edwards, less the case, but still some games that he's not been very impressive. Um, I'm trying to think. Fatal is deployed as a left-back. Otto Gomez, I've still not really Im- Im- impressed that much by. He had that one good game against Spurs, in my opinion. That was well, He had that like one good minutes. moment against Spurs. It wasn't even a good game. He had a good five minutes. <laughs> and I think I think we played Bovista after that, and I remember we lost, and he was awful. Yeah. So it's like, what more does Rochinha have to do? Surely, like you just can't like we're in a we were in a lot of competition, not anymore. But like with the Europa League, maybe there's more room for rotation. 
I don't know. It's just, just weird to me. But um, but you yeah. might see them in some league games if they do go on a bit of a run in Europa League because they might prioritize. Like if they're going on a run, surely you prioritize Europa League. So you might see them get at least some garbage minutes in some league games at this point. But that might be it. You think so? But I'm just trying to think who would be ahead of him. Who's ahead of him currently in like the pecking order for Sporting? So obviously everybody. Edwards, Paul, uh, Edwards, Pedro Gonzalez, uh, Trincao, even Nuno Santos as a winger, I would say. Otagomis, Fatawu. That's sick. You've, got, you've named six people right now that are ahead of him. Would, you, would we say Giovanni's ahead of him too? Probably at this point. So, so he's got seven guys that he either need to get hurt, get hit by a bus, or kill the coach's dog or something in order for him to get if this was covid covid era he'd be lucky if like when the whole squad was out with covid for like 10 days and he might actually when the team got ravaged by covid he might get like five minutes as a sub yeah but no i I just i just want to know what's happened to him i I just want some clarification from him wherever we get that if every winger got hit by a bus he might be in for a shot to come in as a sub yeah exactly but um I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all going to have the same man of the match, but I'll ask you guys anyway. Uh, Rich, who is your man of the match? Oh, Pot. He's scored two goals. He's had a good couple weeks. I'll, I'll give it to him. Yeah, Chris, what about you? <laughs> yeah, I guess Pot as well. Yeah, and I'll, I'll go the same. Um, the last thing I wanted to uh, get onto this game uh, before we move on was saying that came up in the news in the last hour or so, and that was apparently a child was taken to hospital due to uh, the flares. Um, this is a record report, by the way. Um, we'll take it to mm. hospital. Yeah, this is the second child in two weeks apparently that's been taken to the hospital. Uh, uh, to be honest, Chris, this question was tailored for you. What are your What are your thoughts on on this record story? Just just before you answer as well, there have been multiple people replying to that tweet that was made by I think Kevin Sport. And they're just saying they're at the it's game. Bullshit. No one got arrested. <laughs> that happened. No, a child yeah, got hurt. I mean, it sounds about right, right? It um, it sounds about right for like you know one of these kind of stories. You take a um, kind of real incident that sort of happened, before, and then you put it onto here because people are like, oh, they're just kind of. The narrative kind of is becoming the atmosphere outside of Alvalade is better than the atmosphere in Alvalade. So um, you got to try to nip that in the bud a little bit because that's not really good narrative to be going around or to have exist. Um, so, yeah, if it's a fake story, it doesn't really surprise me. <laughs> it looks great, though. It looks fun. Um, yeah. I, honestly, lit. Aged, right? Uh, I think it was Beatriz, our friend Beatriz, tweeted it like uh, they got the caged fans, which is yeah. the, the normal fan, the average traveling fan in the caged area. Flares, great time. Yeah. And then you've got the jacket, the jacket boys, boys. All in their matching <laughs> uniform, jackets on, hats on, uh, in their uh, it was like you a know, bad version of the Peaky Blinders. It was like a bad yeah, version of like I a mean, flash mob. That, that <laughs> is sporting right like. there. The two. Two sides, you know. The we dichotomy, got the duality caged, of the club. The caged, the caged flares, and the and the jacket boys, you know. Yeah, that's, the, the, that's did look the, nice. To be fair, like, it's a fire jacket. It's a decent jacket. It's, 
It's a decent it's jacket. The duality of the club, isn't it? Wearing it, it just looks ridiculous. When you have 30 people all seated together in one cluster, if you had them spread out, it wouldn't look as noticeable. But because they're in one concentrated zone, you notice it. I mean, <laughs> it, was it was hilarious. And they kept showing them. The fr- they showed them, I think, three times. The first time, I was like, there ain't no fucking way. Is that what I think no, it is? Not. Because I recognize that jacket from Lodge of Arab. Yeah, because I'm psychotic like that, you know. I and then they show them again the second the time, back. and then they're celebrating after the goal. And I was like, "Is what I, think I thought it we is. had bought so many tickets, like away tickets, like Frankfurt did to Barcelona. That we had like our like our normal away section, or what would be the normal away. But section what were the chances they'd and all then be section. wearing the same coat? There's no, there's no, that's no coin. That's not coin. That doesn't happen. That <laughs> yeah. never happens unless they have a what's unless someone in the WhatsApp was like. Yo, you know it'd be funny as hell, guys. <laughs> we got we all got a disc of the Lodge of Let's go. It's a 70 euro coat. I mean, it's, 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 not, a, it's not a cheap coat. It's if a nice all, coat, you know. If they're all working for the team and their executives, they get a they get a surely they get a at least a 10% or an at cost discount at uh, the Lion store. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be honest. I think that they probably like every team every team does that. Euros on their on their excursion. So yeah. Yeah, every every team like I worked in junior hockey and every team gives their staff a discount of some sort. I'm sure they got it for cheap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sporting. If you want us to be corporate fans, I mean, uh, I'll ideas. sell out in a minute. I could use the money <laughs> for, for a free coat and a and an away day. I'm there I'll, and I'll a ticket on the plane with the team and the same yeah. hotel. Yeah, I'll um, become a plastic. It's usually, what it so is. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, to to the main point of the story of the flares, like I mean, obviously it could have happened. I wasn't there. I can't can't say there were definitely. a lot of flares. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but it a, multiple people at the game refuted the report. So yeah, and it happens to be the down. same, exactly the same report that it was two weeks ago. It's like who is throwing these flares? Almost at these word children? for word. Who's yeah? Who what lunatic <laughs> goes to it? Like I know there are some out there in, in every clock, not just ours. Like around the world, there are some people that just take shit too far. But like, sure, like no, just there's one no guy way. There's who keeps no going way. to the stadium just there's to throw no flares at kids. Yeah, there's one lunatic who's like, "Fuck them kids!" <laughs> like, there's no way this happened exactly the same manner twice within a matter of like a week or two weeks. There's no way. But yeah, like I mean, every time I'm watching a away game of sporting, and there, you know, there are some people that say, "Oh, the." The ultras don't don't go to games anymore because you know they they get their tickets full price. They don't get it cheaper like they used to, or something like that, something or other. And it's like, but they'll fly halfway across the world to to watch a game, to seeing all day in the, in the freezing cold. I think it was like four degrees out there, if not colder, cold. with flares and stuff. And they were they were seeing all the time. It's obviously not not because of they have to pay money. It's because obviously the disconnect from from Verandas. There is a the big dis- yeah. There is a big disconnect between. The administration and i don't even think it's just the clock i think it's a lot of the average match going fans now too i think there's just a massive disconnect and there's just no want or need to want to repair that relationship which is too bad and look i'm not agreeing with everything i think sometimes people do take shit too far in the clocks um i think that happens in every club but like there's a way around that which is look we're gonna let you do your shit well, you have your banners, but if you're going to take shit too far, if you're going to throw stuff on the field, if you're going to get into a fight, if you're going to rip up, if you're going to go away games and rip up opposing stadium seats, 
you're not allowed at the games. That's all. That's all you need to do. It's easier than what they they want to make it, but they they have no want to make it easy on themselves. It seems. Yeah, most definitely, and that's a topic we can dedicate a whole podcast to. But we unfortunately do have to move on. We got to stuff to get to. <laughs> the next game, which was on Monday, and that was a three-two victory in its sharps, and the lineup is as followed. When I put it on screen, so we had a downing goal, uh, two mistake a downing goal. Uh, Another mistake in this game, so I guess the, the tally's up to three. Well, he made a mistake, and no, he's up to four or five at least this season, right? Like, surely. Double digits at this point. We gotta I, have I always... like a graphic on the show, like a, a Don mistake tally, and just a check mark every time he makes I a mean, mistake. I mean, bro, he tried to dribble out of the backboard and lost the ball. Yeah, that was not good. That was less than ideal. <laughs> I'll I'll be real. I can't remember if it was this Charles game or the maybe the one before it's Magic Magicland. I literally went on V Sports and watched highlights of every video, and I screen recorded every single mistake that he made. And like, <laughs> it took took me a while, and I was like, I could post this on TikTok. And I remembered copyright is a thing. So you I'm might like, you might get taken for for a copyright. Don't put it on this channel. We're so close to a thousand. You'll get us copyright strikes so quick. But it's not even that. It's like I've literally got these on my phone. I can't tweet them because last time I tweeted stuff, sports sport TV took us down. So it's just like I've got these videos that yeah. I guess I could tweet it from like with the link to V Sport, the actual account. But yeah, there's just so there is literally if you've got the time, if you've got like ten minutes, just watch some of the highlights in in the game. There's one I can't remember. What, so obviously there's a Marseille one, which is like the 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 holy grail of that's Adam's the state. that's the the peak of the mountaintop right there. <laughs> <laughs> but there is like Shav's uh, at home. There's a few mistakes yeah. he made, and and I don't think there's one. At, there might have been one at Braga, but I, I don't know. There's man. the Porto toss the league of final for sure. Yeah, that's got it. That has to be in there. One hundred percent. And there are just so many games where he literally just kicks the ball to the opposition. They just score off that kick. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, I digress. Uh, I got goal... to our group chat. <laughs> our group chat after. I want to watch that. <laughs> I, I will. I will. So, uh, a Dan in goal, Diamonde making his starting debut for Sporting. Coates, uh, Gonzalo Inacio, Hector Bellerin, Nuno Santos, Ugarte, Pedro Gonzalez with another brace. Uh, Marcus Edwards, Trincao, and Paulinho. Off the bench, we had Morita, Arthur Gomez, St. Juice, Chimiti, and Talongo. To be the 3.8. I don't think I've seen a rating that low for Sporting in quite a while. But, um, not in the Champions League game, <laughs> I think like a zero or something crazy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Oro got a um, four one time. Remember when he got sent off? Yeah, he had a really oh, bad yes. one that Clasico where he uh did his best Luis Suarez. And he got the handball. Yeah, the the game. The I think it was. I think it was a Champions League game actually. Uh, could what well, could have been last year? I think. Maybe, yeah, maybe like the Man City demolition when we got smoked at home. Like, because like I feel like a lot of the goals came from his side of the pitch. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he definitely had at least he's had like two bad ones. The Porto game, definitely one of them. Uh, yeah. where with the hand, the handball, which was the save of the game. But Donda put in at least a three point something in his famous Marseille game as well. Yeah. 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 Definitely. I'll was, fact check it in a minute. But um it was brutal. But Chris, what were your overall thoughts on this Charles game? Um I mean, I guess sadly enough, it ended up being actually like a pretty uh entertaining game. Um felt like it was over, wasted the penalty, then they scored, and it was like, uh, I mean, I think it's too late, and it ended up being too late. 
So in the end, it's not enough for shoves, but I mean, really, really should have probably been, um, you know, like a 4-1 win for us. <laughs> uh, and it being a one-goal win, but I guess it's still three points. Um, I actually felt like very good about our offensive output in this game. Um, I thought we generated a lot. I thought we were constantly dangerous. Um, I mean, I guess we could talk about the pen. Uh, obviously, the early goal helped calm things down. To me, it's it's definitely a bit of a dive, but at the same time, uh, the shaft goalie fully commits himself, doesn't get the ball. Um, so uh, it's not a decision that the VAR is probably ever going to change, especially after it's already been called. But like... <laughs> There's very little in that, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Uh, this, this penalty we got after, like, towards the end was definitely a penalty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a, reverse, a penalty. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, the Adan one, kind of an error. They they probably shouldn't be scoring from 35 yards out like that. Bounces right in front of him, which makes it more difficult. But, I mean, he's got to. I think he's got to have have his goal covered from from a range like that. It's you got it be was, better you know, It was in the corner, and, and it takes a difficult bounce. But you know, he's a he's a professional goalie. You know, uh, definitely not the worst goal he's conceded, right? But um, one that you'd like it's to sa- see it's savable. It's savable. I think you'd like to yeah. see your keeper saving. Yeah. Um, and they honestly, the second half of the first half. They showed life, you know, like this, the Shavs team wasn't just, they didn't just roll over at any point. They, they were constantly um, pressing. Adan actually did have a nice save, I think, before they ended up scoring. Again, he just gets his body in front there. It kind of hits his like leg, but he, he makes himself big enough. Yeah. Um, there's one or two of those actually. Um, so, I mean, one, one and a half feels kind of unjustified. Polenio hits the bar, uh, which was yeah. you know, very... On an Very open, Paulinho. on a wide open net, too. <laughs> Very Paulinho moment on that one. Sadly, he does. Uh, going to half, eventually one-one. Feels a bit hard done by that by that scoreline, um, and and in the end, um, I think we're in, we're decisive enough. Obviously, in the second half, um, some nice goals again. But yeah, uh, it's a game that we should have won by more. We didn't, but uh, I guess they they all count the same. So I'm not going to complain. Yeah, most definitely. I just did some research and I found Adan's rating from that Marseille game was a 2.3. Then Israel off the bench was also a 3.4. So, legends. Yikes. Legendary. <laughs> Legend. It, Combined, they barely get a passing grade. <laughs> to, to be fair, 2.3 for Adan in that game was also very was generous. generous, <laughs> considering he screwed up monumentally on the, fir- on the one goal and then he just didn't, just was out no man's land on the when he got sent off like that is being very generous with that 2.3 yeah most definitely uh rich what were your thoughts on this chat game i'll complain a bit <laughs> chris is like i don't want to complain i'll complain a bit uh yeah their their one one goal i thought was very much i it does take the bounce and anytime it's like i played keeper anytime a ball bounces it is going to be tougher to save that being said it still looked relatively savable. He could have done better. Um, Paulinho missed an open net and hit the crossbar inexplicably, which was brutal. Like Chris said, going into the half, tied 1-1, and it's 
We say this every show. It feels unjustified. We feel like we should be have a goal or another or two, and it's just we we can't finish. We go into the second half, and credit to them, they they put on some pressure too. They they pressed hard, uh, but we got the couple goals, and then we end up getting a penalty gate two point Except this time, Pot let Shudimiti take the penalty, and he just completely did not take a great penalty. I'm sorry. I was really hoping he would score to just keep up the run of form and keep the confidence going. And it did not help. And in hindsight, Pot should have just taken it because it would have given him the lead. Would have given him a hat trick, actually. And it would have given him the lead at the time for uh, top goal scorer in the league, which is the only thing. He got tilted into it by a result of the, the last incident, you know? Nah, fuck it. Fuck them kids. Do it anyways. Be selfish. Michael Jordan didn't get good by... Uh, by being a by coddling his teammates, he fought Steve. They're Curry trying to get Esgayo to take the last one. He was like, nope. "Fuck it, nope." You then... got, sometimes you just gotta say, "Look at me, I'm the captain here." Michael Jordan <laughs> gone to a fist fight. I know his rationale last titles. time. His rationale last time was that he's you know in the scoring race, right? So I well, mean, you're you're still in the scoring. You're race. still in it. Right? <laughs> the, rash, the same rationale applies, except this time you can take the lead. DR7. You're not just fighting to stay in it giving up that penalty. Bruno Fernandes is not giving up that penalty. Baz Dost, I don't think he's giving up that penalty. Slimani wouldn't have given Come up on, Pot. Prime, I, like... he, he showed that he had the killer instinct and I was defending him. I was saying, fuck this guy I'm taking Let's that do penalty. Do it, you know? yeah. You, got, you take that shit. But now, they fucking guilt tripped him into it and look what happened, you know? Oh, that's what that's what we get. That's what they get. That's exactly what they, we got. We deserved on that one. He should They should have let, he should have taken it. I, I'll, I'll die on this. I'll die on a lot of else. One of them. He should have taken the penalty. Because I would have given him the hat trick, and he would have at least at that time had the lead uh, for the scoring race. So yeah, it's uh, he should have taken it, and then they they scored, and it was they made it interesting, more interesting than I think it should have been. But a win's a win. We got three points. It changes almost nothing in the standings for us. I feel like we're gonna be saying that a lot the next uh, the next couple months. Is you gotta watch Braga. We got Braga scoreboard. We got scoreboard. Watch Braga, which uh, as games as the games start to dwindle is going to become less and less relevant, anyways. I think because we can win all our games, but if they win all their games, nothing changes. Yeah, facts. Uh, I won't say too much of what you guys said, but the damn mistake was definitely uh, another friend of for me. I feel like you said, professional goalkeeper should be saving that. Um, and it just doesn't help, I suppose, with his confidence. And then Aaron Williams come out after the game saying, "Oh yeah, he put." I think he said something like, "How oh, he gave he gave us the thumbs up and said he was still he was okay." And it's like I will still trust him. And it's like, how many points does this man have to cost you before you have to switch out goalkeepers? And randomly, he started calling up a uh, Diogo Kalai from the B team. Like he flew to Denmark today, yeah, um, but again, did didn't make the bench. So maybe they're looking at him to be a replacement. Usually, that's a spot reserved for Andrea Paolo being the head cheerleader uh, at away games. But, yeah. um, but it seems like he's disappeared as well. He, he doesn't even play for the BTL, I'm pretty sure. He's just he's just there. He makes he's, just he's just a warm body. a very, very healthy paycheck. I bet it's probably, you know, probably between like 200 and 400K a year. <laughs> um, he's living a very nice life in Lisbon. Um yeah, good food, good, him, good weather, know? and he gets a front row seat to uh, at the Alvalade. Like I, yeah, I he's get, he gets great tickets to see He gets to go to the academy, train in top facilities. Um, and there's absolutely no pressure on him to do anything. 
Yeah. He's uh he's living the dream. Like he's scamming the <laughs> I got nothing against that. I people, respect the hustle yeah. or lack thereof. People love him for that, but they hated Renan for doing the exact same thing. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Because then suit the narrative, though, because we were dying for money. Positive to the club. Andre Paolo has contributed literally nothing to the club. Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, Renan was on like 1.4 million a year, and this man's probably on like 200K. Yeah, we could eat the. I think that's the difference is people can kind of eat <laughs> like 100K or 200K, but 1.4 million is a is a bit much. At the end of the day, he didn't force anyone to give him the money. They just gave no. it to him. No, he, he, didn't like, put a, he, didn't put a, he didn't put a Same gun thing goes for all those guys. Nataglia, Eduardo, Ilori, Renan. Like, I mean, no one, none of them have walked into their meetings with, their. I'm assuming, yeah. their agent and their, their representatives, one or many. And no one held a gun to to anyone's head, I don't think. Like, What's well, crazy is... About it. Or we would we would have definitely come up in conversation or something at some point. The craziness is the players Chris listed, obviously Elori is still here, Camacho is still here, Eduardo Mike somehow is still here. Still on the payroll. They're all like on loan or like in yeah. B team purchase. Making good money, man. Making good well, money. Making chill. more money than any of us. Yeah. <laughs> well Camacho is the one going strong still. Camacho is actually doing something, you know. Where yeah, is he... Camacho? I forget. Addis in Greece. Greece. Manager oh, is Greece. Alan Pardew. Yeah. So, and Alex they also have, coaching and great man. That that team is crazy. That's like in MP for eleven, that team is. They have like Jovino. I think they have like Andre. I think it's Andre Gray is there. They, well, they have some like really the FIFA eleven like jury ultimate team and career mode jury team. No, it literally <laughs> reminds me of like when you play football manager and you go to like the free agent tab and then like sort by like international caps <laughs> and then just, just sign signing dudes. But no, if if you look at their team, they've actually got like some quite recognizable players over there. They're they're, de- they're like a name, like a decent named team in Greece. Like they're all they're kind of like the, I don't want to say the Braga of Greece, but like the, I've recognized, I've always recognized more. They're like they played some European football. Like they're not a horrible team, so they're an okay team in 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 Greece. In a league that's pretty much just dominated by Olympiakos and sometimes like Panathinaikos and Athens. Six. There you go. Yeah, a league that's very much dominated by like two and three teams, kind of like ours. Like the fact that I know more than just the two or three teams says something about your team. <laughs> I can name you. That I can name you. But like looking at their team, so I'm just naming off a few players. They got Andre Graz, I mentioned Camacho, Jovino, Wani Turbe, who I believe used to play for. Wani Turbe. Yeah, he is a Porto guy. Wani Turbe. Jesus. The guy awesome. called. Um, Nicholas Nkulu as well. I think he used to play for Marseille mm. at one point. That sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah, he was a centre back. Chick uh, the Corey, who's another name that I, yeah, I, I recognise. There's there's a few guys there that like have played for some. Mish, they got a mishmash of dudes by the sounds of it. Yeah, they, they it's, it's a very random and seems like a yeah. very much an attacking uh, team. You get that in those like Greece, Turkey, like those kind of like almost Balkan leagues, you get that sometimes. Just some random dudes on some team where you're like, oh yeah, he's there. Yeah, apparently they've got a rumor for Halilovic, who I believe, I want to say, used to play for Barcelona. Yes, he, he was yeah. at Barcelona. Apparently he's going to join this soon. But wow. but anyway, back to the topic I had. Which is, <laughs> yeah, we got stuff to talk about. The, the sporting <laughs> charge. Number 64, I'm out there. Number 64, did you say? <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> but um what was I gonna say? Yeah, so Adan made the made the mistake. Paulinho scored two offside goals, by the way. 
and like they were, they were he got he has to lead the league in the offside goals surely he's yeah, got more offside goals than he has goals i think they were like the only runs in the game he made yeah. to the back post that were all that weren't to the front post and they actually worked <laughs> and every time he was on side went to the, the front, front post, post. Yeah. he literally goes front post every single time every time he's looking for front post <laughs> it's unbelievable man's addicted to the front post He's got a problem. He needs the front post like SpongeBob needs water. It's unbelievable. <laughs> he just can't help himself. But for me, this was a good Paulinho game. Got 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 an assist and obviously got the penalty uh, shout, which was very. Uh, after watching it back, is very very light, yeah. light touch. It, you could say it would give either away, but like I said, one one the penalty got an assist. Obviously, he didn't score unfortunately, but. Um, Pedro Gonzalez will make up for that. He's been on, on fire recently. When you play him in the right position, and it was literally as soon as Trincao from Pot went up to the left, he scored twice. And like if yeah. you play him in the right position, he's gonna do that. And last two games got four goals. So I mean these last couple games should solidify that he's a he should stay in the wing and not centrally. I know it worked early on and when he was at sporting that he was kind of the midfielder scoring all the goals, but I think the last little while cemented he should absolutely be a winger. Yeah, most definitely. I thought I thought Diamanda had an excellent game as well for a yeah. for a starting debut. I thought he was was very good, very calm and composed in the ball. Inacio as well looked fantastic out there. Kawhi's was just was just okay, he's his usual self. Better in like Chris said, it's just been nothing bit mid. He's just he's just there, I suppose. He's he's not worse than this guy, but he doesn't do anything that much. He, he was him. at the very least like a lateral move this game. Like, it wasn't anything special. Yeah, and. Uh, Arto Gomez, I guess, was a, was a good sub. St. Just, I like seeing get minutes, and he seems to be over the worst now, knock on wood, obviously. And obviously, any any game Tan Longo gets in, I'm surprised he doesn't get the other card because it almost seems certain at this point. But at least he has played like three minutes or four minutes like in like the, the end of the game. But we yeah, nearly made it more difficult on ourselves when they scored again. Like, luckily, it was literally the, one of the last kicks of the game. But it's also you know, It also just wasn't helped. Because we had just missed a penalty, so I was like, "Don't tell me we're gonna blow this." I think that's why. If it was four-one, it wouldn't have felt as as bad. But because we had just missed a penalty and there was still some time left, it was like, "Oh shit!" But, <laughs> there is there is that chance. But like, it's I felt bad for them. Obviously, I, I once brought to win, but obviously the penalty added like some more minutes on the extra time. And obviously, the goal celebration that they did as well. And then she just blew it as soon as 96 came, which was the original yeah. added time that was given anyway, which happens a lot in the Portuguese league. But we're so sketchy with out of time. <laughs> so like, the Chavs the Chavs players didn't seem to complain. So I was like, okay, and that works for me. Where is uh, where's Chavs in the table, anyways? Like because they're in the mid table, right? I yeah, because I don't I feel like they're they're in mid table purgatory where there's no consequence if you win or lose right now. Yeah, they, they. I know they beat us at the start of the year. So yeah, I'm that like, was you know. a horror game they beat us. That's why I was nervous going to this game because I was like, we might lose this. We've already lost them once. Uh, yeah. Let me check where they're on the table. They are currently in tenth with twenty six points. So again, they're apparently four teams on twenty six points: Bovista, Vizela, Chavs, and Portimonense. Yeah. So yeah, like you're I said, in, you're not, in mid table not... purgatory. Yeah, the relegation yeah. post at the moment is Santa Clara on 15, Rotomo on 13, and Paco de Ferreira. Pac's been on a run since we slandered them. Since we slayed them on the show, Pac's been on a, a bit of a run. So They have was... like 10 points since we talked about that. Because they had like two Yeah, they've that. gone they've gone to like, <laughs> Ever the since they got so. rid of Ilori, they've, they've been winning <laughs> in. Ever since they fired Cesar Prisciotto and then brought him back like a week later. <laughs> they've been on a run. Yeah, but yeah. That's... 
that's yeah. crazy because they were they were on base to like be one of the all-time like worst teams like statistically speaking and i mean they're still going down i think i i think they probably go because it's the bottom two now and then the third last goes to the playoff right like they might well, still lose in the playoff like at the moment south clara in the relegation playoffs and they're seven points behind us the real so it's still quite a, a decent gap to make up for yeah two wins and a draw obviously but um yeah you need stuff to go your way too on the other end but yeah, I, I think we'll leave it there for this game. There's not really much else to, to speak about. It was, a, it was a good game and a good result, three points. Yeah. Now, um, technically, technically sporting related, technically not sporting related. We'll go on to. Oh, it's sporting related because there's some conspiracies about. There are some conspiracies afoot. We got to get into them. <laughs> we'll move on to the Benfica wiretap scandal. Yep. Um, so uh, there is a lot to cover. But basically. One of the main ones is when I believe 2017 80 season, just after, um, what was it just before Aquashet? Maybe it was before Aquashet, I believe all this yeah. uh, started to happen. So, uh, they they criticized Sandra, uh, was it Sandro Cruz? No, that's the guy who played with Chavez. Um, what's the guy's name that I can't remember? The Moriens player. Oh, so I know which guy you're talking about. Alpha Semedo. Alpha Semedo. Alpha because they ended up buying him. Which was kind of the crux of this all. That's part yeah. of the story. So they accused him of, of giving a deliberate handball to Benfica to get them a penalty and then was brought back to Benfica, I think, exactly three weeks later. Yeah. Um, the head of Benfica, who was a part of the emails and the Tupela scandal, got arrested and a suspended sentence for two years, I believe. So he's not actually set, serving any prison time. I um, thought he was serving prison time. I thought he did have to still spend two years in jail. Suspended sentence. Well, gotta love the justice system, eh? But yeah, and there's there's a whole lot of other things to cover. I will try, and I'm going to show the the penalty shout because I think a two second clip won't get us copied. Ah, dude, no, I don't know. I don't know if you can don't find the still. It. You can find the don't still image. It. I don't want a chance to support. <clears throat> will be on our asses the, the thing is that's what i was going to say is actually images from befica tv which was also like but the oh, thing is from TVI. they'll absolutely fucking take us i might even be worse i might be playing with more that's like adding gasoline to the fire i don't trust it okay there's still, there's I, 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 still I, 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 images there's still images and like his hand is very much outstretched like yeah. it is caught like upon further inspection you can't not think it's at least a little sus like there's no that you got to think it's a little bit like suspicious now upon seeing it and hearing what we're hearing i don't it's not something that's that suspicious in real time but it's like if other things led you lead you to go looking back at it now it, you're like hang on it's it like, makes, it gets, oh, it makes it's you interesting pop. yeah like i remember the morning and it's or i mean the rio of benfica game from i think 2017-18 was called into question the right back yeah and i think Cassio the goalie and then you look back on a couple of the moments and you're like, ah, I mean, maybe he does kind of just let it go past him. You know, I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, 15, 16, you know, between like 2015 and 2018, Benfica was popping off. Uh, they, they did a lot to ensure that Bruno Carvalho sporting didn't succeed. Yep. And ultimately it worked. Um, I think the biggest mistake Bruno Carvalho ever made was George Jesus, who literally 
My man was like, my man was a double agent, to be honest. He was, he was a sleeper. Um, he was a sleeper, terrorist sleeper self, I think. His deceased father would be ashamed, you know, especially when he invoked <laughs> oh, it. Oh my God. Remember when he was crying? Oh Remember when he was crying when he came back to sporting and he said he was going to honor his father at sporting? Oh, That's why he, he had like, to come he back. Would, he like sit, like he was Is this what your father would have wanted, man? Your father oh. would have wanted a, a double agent? He would have been sad. Well, because the uh, there was also the texts um, that came out, and apparently he had texted. I don't know what I think. I don't know if it was before the toss, like the final toss, but there was text. No, it was before him. the last. It was the before second the last game of the season. It was before the and derby. Realistically, it okay. was 14, 15 days before Alcachet itself. Yeah, so it was a couple weeks before the Alcachet uh, attacks, and there was a. An exchange of words between him and then uh, president of... Ben and that's w. the only exchange that we know about. There was multiple exchanges and there was multiple meetings. Yes. So there was a text exchange or a series of text exchange between him and uh, now disgraced, but then uh, revered president Luis Felipe Vieira, Benfica. And uh, the quote from uh, George Jesus was something along the lines of, we can we know more asleep than they do awake, or we see more when we're sleeping than they do when they're awake, or some something. I'm paraphrasing the uh, the not great English uh, Portuguese to English translation. It translates better in Portuguese. I don't have the exact quote, but it was just like very, very interesting and very, very conspiratorial timing. So there was definitely some conspiracy theories abound when we started seeing that come out. That was yeah. where kind of the uh, the sexy bits of news really came from. I think what's what's crazy about it, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that in the day this game didn't matter because obviously we lost to Maritimo with the Rui Patricio making absolute howler. So they didn't even fabulous. need to pay. <laughs> they wasted their money probably. But um, yeah, it's, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It seems like we have this discussion every year that new evidence comes out against Benfica. It makes the news for a week, and then it just goes and disappears, and nothing happens to Benfica, and it feels like it's just going to be more of the same, yeah. to be honest. Um, but what is crazy is, like you mentioned about George Jesus um, speaking to us for Philippe Vieira before the, the Lisbon derby and the Akashet attacks. It makes it so much crazier that Verandas ordered him back at Sporting after all that when you he remember the veranda meeting as well that's that's what yeah. i mean yeah he had that meet with, Zuzu, with george zeus after the athletical game art was already had one foot out the door like i'm convinced this before i'll say it again i think that you're kind of seeing like the, a bit of that conflict um recently right it's come to light you know people are finally kind of like you know what the fuck is going on stadium is empty the building is empty you know like well, what is really going on at my club the results are it's dropping. magnified like, because it's magnified because it, it, we've had such a fall a rapid yeah yeah so, descent, so, right there are more people kind of saying that now and i think that our club can never move forward can never fully get back to the level that we once were at get the connection to the fans until these events that went down in 2018 and even a bit before to that, but specifically 2018 are answers for it because a lot of the people that were involved and went, went down are, 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 are still a very much a part of the club, important people in the club. And the club was never able to get past. That. No, we've never, and we've never we, been able to, we were never able it. to get past it because we never got answers for it. the truth 
it slowly trickled out, but we still don't know everything, you know? We still we don't know who left know. the gates, who unlocked the gates. We, we still, still at best only know half. We can kind of make inferences like, about some things at this point. Um, you know, there's a lot of connections that you can kind of piece together. But, like, I mean, the club just has never been able to move past that because it was never fully accounted for. It was um, never dealt with. It was never fully dealt. Yeah. It's never been fully dealt with. I should and say. that and and you're you're seeing the results of a club five years later, which still it is haunted by never being able to answer things that went on. And you know, like that is literally why you know that's what started the war on the clocks. That's like that is the root of of where all of it comes from. Was was never getting answers in 2018. Um, and yeah, I mean, I hope that one day we do so we can finally move forward because yeah, we're frozen in time almost, you know? Well, yeah, we're, we're constantly stuck in this almost this state of, of limbo where it's just kind of, it always kind of comes back to fucking Alcochette and I'm, I'm tired of it. I just wanted, I think most fans like we're, we get, it, it was stupid that it fucking happened. It should have never happened for whatever reason it happened. But the fact that we just we cannot move past it, that it always comes back to Alcochet, is just starting to drain on fans now where it's like, okay, like we get it. It was a, probably the dumbest, darkest day in the history of the club. We got to move on at some point. We have to get on with our... <laughs> January 6th. <laughs> we need to get on. It is. It's part it of the fucking academy. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Some dipshit didn't lock the door. All he had to do was close the fucking gate, and they didn't do that. One job. <laughs> like, I hope whoever did that was fired, but they probably still work for the club. You probably got like, a promotion. To they be probably fair. got a promo. Fernandez gave a promo when he, when he fucking came on. Like, oh, you're, you're, in charge. you're the reason I'm here? It's double his pay. <laughs> but that's the thing. We can't. We're never gonna move on and actually get on with our life. Like people, Bruno de Carvalho's moved on with his life, for the most part. Yeah, like to his he's credit, DJ, you know, he's he's a DJ, and I'm glad. It's good to know that he didn't orchestrate it. At least it seems that way, which is good because I think that would have been horrible for a multitude of reasons. But like people are moving on with their lives, and it feels like the people with within the club can't do the same. Because here's the pro- like the, the, the guy the who lost the narrative most... of like, yeah. Bruno Carvalho did Bruno Carvalho did Alcochet like thirty percent of Sporting Houston's players still think that or more yeah. you know like there's still people that think that and it's and that's the thing like he's the guy who lost the most from it arguably has moved on and said look it's done it's over with like. It sucked that it happened, but like I have a life to live. I'm not gonna let it be the only thing that I'm not gonna let it run my life. And people within the club, especially within this administration, and some within the fan base, they can't move on. They don't want to get on with their fucking lives, and that's the problem. Like move on. It's done. It's been five years. I was still in college when that happened. COVID hadn't even. COVID was two years away from happening before Alcochet. We've gone through a global pandemic. And people are still like, yeah, but Alcochet, uh, like, bro, get over it. Like, more important stuff is going on. Yeah, most definitely. I have, I have two theories about that. One is a conspiracy theory I saw on Twitter. I cannot remember who sent it, but um, they basically said that Georgie has tried his hardest to overcome Efika and tried in his first season, like, properly with Sporting, 
where he we dropped the tub by two points. Like he was gunning to get He's revenge on him. for their head because they didn't offer him a new contract. And then he realized that he couldn't beat Benfica due to outside interference or something. He just realized he couldn't do it, so he just gave up. And that's yeah. one I'm of the shocked series. That, I, I I'm shocked see. that he never knew that before. I think he, he did. I think he didn't know that. it, but he tried to overcome it and tried to make it. Or he just didn't know it to like the extent that it maybe was going on. At the no, time, because like, he benefited Oscar. from it. So he, 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 he very much knew what was up. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he thought he could overcome it still. Yeah. And he nearly did, right? But yeah, here's the two, thing. Two here's, points the, away. here's the Brian Ruiz people, right? Um, if you're a Brian Ruiz, like, uh, dead ender. We lost that. We lost the league before that game. In the in the four nothing game against Braga, like they, they like they don't let Sporting win that title. Yeah. Whatever needs needs to be done, like it 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 would have been something else. There were still a couple games after that, like something else would have happened. You know, they would have yeah. bought the ref of the Morenense game or something. You know, like it wouldn't. Ultimate out- would have been the same if Sporting would have won that game one nothing. It would have made it much more difficult, and maybe their plan would have only had a seventy percent chance of working. But the way that things worked out, you know, they we also didn't help. Are you like we had a like an epic collapse too? Like it, we we shared blame as uh, the club because they blew like multiple points heading into that game. They were still a point ahead going into that derby game, and they blew points left and right going into that game. To cut what was like a, like at least a two game. You remember when Alto Sanchez could have easily been sent off in that Benfica game, Benfica Sporting yeah, game. I mean, right. it just, I, I think that that title Everything wasn't happened. for Sporting. No matter what, no. The, no matter what needed to happen, that title wasn't for Sporting. You know, and that's how I, you know, live at peace with it. You know, it was just. Yeah. I just think we're just. A, I always just live under the assumption we're a cursed fucking club, and <laughs> stupid shit happens to us because of because of that. Like somebody put somebody put a Bella Gutman like hex on us back in the day that we don't know about <laughs> that's it yeah but for me with that Brian Ruiz thing it's like we lost points to Nacional de Madeira who were like bottom of the we league lost relegated points to the week before Kimura. like yeah we but got ourselves in the foot at times too obviously Brian Ruiz moment is also like it's it was the culminate well. it was the culmination of the collapse because yeah, it was the derby yeah. game yeah it was it's, it was the the climax of of the of the horror film, but it's also it the, the 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 symbol of like giving the title to Benfica yeah. because he missed it, and I guess it's yeah. a symbolism on that aspect as well. Yeah. But I, I still don't blame Brown Reese. I'm literally up until that moment, he was one of the greatest players I've ever seen in a sporting shirt. He was no, that no. good, and then literally you could see the confidence drop from from that point. Like that seems as weird as like you he see a, where yeah. his heart broke. That that's literally he was what a, it he was. was a scapegoat for a larger for a lot of larger issues. That was that was. The, the unfortunate thing, I think. I did actually want to ask Bruno when he was on the show what he thought of Brian Ruiz because I've really wanted to know what he thought of him and like that moment. But obviously, we didn't get into it because there was a lot, of, a lot of talk. You went on a forty-five minute monologue where you asked him how he was doing. <laughs> How's your day, Bruno? Oh, and then he went. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, the other thing I had as well was when we were speaking about um clacks and and fans and stuff. The perfect moment to bring it all together, like where he could have allowed them back in the stadium, was after we won the league title when after we were having fans game. back. Literally, as if we won the league title, when he came out and did the state the the speech and was like, you know, oh, I've done this, and it took people ages to do this. He spoke about rather speak about anything. He literally could have said, 
you know what? I want to unite sport and let's get the ultras back in. Let's get the fans back he in. Could, yeah, he, it would have been such a slam dunk for him too. Like it would have been such a good PE. It's such an easy PR move to make after yeah. because they even wanted to allow fans back uh, the last game of the season. And then they, they poo-pooed the, they poo-pooed that idea very quick. Not the club, the league and uh, the health authority said, no, we just, we don't want a chance. It's still but yeah. like, he could have easily, like, as we were starting to allow crowds back, like, you know, what, I'm going to extend a bit of an olive branch and say, look, I want you guys there. I want some of the atmosphere back. Here's some ground rules. You know, you can't, you can't start fights, can't throw stuff on the field, but you can still be there. I still want you making noise. Well, Rich, you, know, you can't do whatever. those things. What's the point in going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was all, they were also backing Carton the Adeptu at every turn. Yeah. He's been a complete and utter failure. It's bureaucratic stuff like that, too, you know? Yeah. It's 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 too bad, because it would have been such an easy PR slam dunk, and people would have, I think that would have finally, like, at least, like we were talking about a few minutes ago, like, it would have kind of buried a bit of the Alcachet past in the past, and we would have been There's well. no, sadly, there's no shortage of, of PR, you know? The... No. The media is very, the way that it currently is, you know, like the relationship between record and sporting, you know, like it's always existed, but like the way it's that it is now, it's, now, it's really the first time it's ever just been like unanimous. Like, you know, they have, they have all those big media on, on lock, you know, there's not going to be any, you know, exposés or anything like that um, not getting published no. a lot. And their narrative is going to be projected very evidently uh you know for example this flair story is like the perfect example of just like a story that you know is perfect for for their narrative that like record would get the scoop of this story well you know? it's it's been the sporting <laughs> paper for god knows how long yeah right? yeah the but the relationship now is paper. like it is really it might as well just be the club you know it might as well be our person. our uh journal it might as well just say yeah. be all sporting on the kappa like yeah but also to give like a context of how long this season has been even though we're not even finished it yet we had all apparently like i said we had all the clacks in in the stadiums for like two games or one game and then there was a fight with the the police and then straight away there were no more clacks in the stadium it literally lasted like one game this season it feels like two seasons ago it was like pre-christmas i think that happened or something where uh one guy start one idiot started something and then the police were like screw it everyone it was like semi sent by everybody the direction. Sent, by, sent by yeah on board you know like one um, one guy or, or whoever was being a bit of a knob but then they were like all right just hit everybody just start a fight or a brawl in the stands yeah, and I remember the police were knocking over people were like on crutches and stuff. They just did not give a they, shit. They, they pushed like an there's like a clip of them pushing like an elderly woman. And like, yeah. like there's a clip of them like pushing uh, over at the kid. Like there's something brutal. Is there not? I it's think awful. that the infighting I think that the infighting is sad. Yeah. Amongst the clocks, but I mean at the same time they're <coughs> the reason they're we have like four clocks is because um, there was always infighting too. They're they're constantly uh, you know, upended by the club at, at every step. Um, so it's not shocking that there is no uh, sense of union amongst them because um, there's no sense of union amongst anyone in that world right now. Sadly. Yeah. Yeah. It's also like the reason we have like four clocks is because like there was infighting amongst them before. 
I know, but there's been peace. They all moved to the court of a stool that lasted three years, seven years, six years, roughly. Oh, was it that long? I didn't feel. I didn't feel. Yeah, I mean, it was in the. It was in the. You know, the primary of 2014. All they all returned to the court of a stool. And then COVID, oh, yeah. and I remember, Zona, I always remember them being like the two on one and two on another. Killed that. So yeah, I mean, it. The peak of the stadium was like 2015, as far as like atmosphere. It was right? like between 2050 and like 2018. Yeah, yeah. because so, we were constantly doing like four, 35 to 45k, depending on. I'm not gonna say that there was time. never any disputes amongst the clocks in those days. I'm not gonna, you no. know, uh, paint the rosiest picture of the past, but like. There was, there was more union than there is now, which is like basically none. <laughs> well, there's none now, so it's not. It's like the bars on the floor, <laughs> essentially. But yeah, you're not wrong. I forgot it was that long. They were uh, on Court of Assault because I remember for years growing up, you could see on TV and it have like Juvaleo and I think Diretivo on one side, and then it was like Bancadelios or whatever the fuck on another side. Like it was like two on one and two on another end, and then. I didn't think it was that long that they were all good of a soul. I forgot about that because it was also so long ago. I think all the cats should have a one massive fight to determine who the, the main just, cat is. And like, angry, like Angry Man. We need to get a Royal Rumble. <laughs> most members and most gangsters. <laughs> we got four We got four clocks. Everybody said you're 10 best guys or gals or whoever. Oh, so okay. ten best that would be more everybody, even fight. Your 10 biggest fights. We get all the big. We get all the big bosses. Everybody sends their Brock Lesners and their their Undertakers and stuff, and they all just brawl. And the last one standing is the last one standing representing whatever clock. That's the clock. Juvaleo <laughs> <laughs> or whatever actor clock. Juvaleo <laughs> would win that. Juvaleo's got all the hooligans. They absolutely would. <laughs> Yeah, if if you could take the guys out of prison, who are, I don't even know if they're still in there. <laughs> well, they thought Mustafa's there, no, or, or whatever the hell. So he's he's no, he's not in prison. Okay. No, he's at the game. No, no, that's what I'm he, saying. He, Mustafa's yeah. free, so he's he's definitely going to be <laughs> contender to make a run in that match. Like, let's be honest here. I've never been so scared of a man when I had to ask him for a picture. I was like, fucking hell. I'm like, he takes killer. a picture of me or he just knocks me out. So I was like, <laughs> oh, I'll go for it. I'm either what getting a photo or I'm getting plastic. I, I, got, I got the picture of him. It's, it's on my Instagram somewhere <laughs> and my, my Twitter as well. This is at the Spurs game. So was, he was allowed to, to okay. fly. So apparently, like, like, no I'm getting, Sam was like, I'm either getting a photo or a trip to the hospital. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Well, it's because my dad was tapping him on the shoulder like four times. I was like, mate. Relax, like he's gonna turn around and just like he's gonna deck you. Like, I don't know this guy, <laughs> I don't know this man. Yeah. But he was actually a ve- very nice when I spoke to him. Yeah. That spoke to him, and my dad's not the biggest fan of him anyway. He's not. Yeah. He's he's a very much a, a verandas fan. My my father, but I don't really know what my dad thinks because he doesn't talk. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't know what he thinks about all this. He just well, the only time we talk is like well, you see those fucking loser performance today. Yeah, asshole, deadbeats. That's it. I don't really get his or my grandfather's thoughts on the inner machinations of this club. Yeah, my whole <laughs> family is like Verandas fans. And like, I mean, I I think he's all right. Like, I'm not gonna. We've had him. worse, but like, it could be so much better. It feels like we he makes things intentionally hard on himself. He can't get out of his own way. But my dad also just watches CMTV religiously. Like every oh, time no, it's no. just, and I'm like, that's where you get your knowledge from. Like, we just get our we just get RTP. But like, my dad's always <laughs> like. 
My dad always reads like he reads all the. It's good, like, man. It's good that he doesn't get CMTV. No, he only watches. MTV <laughs> doesn't have all the answers. <laughs> even that, like we used to get, uh, like seek through like yar har high seas means back in the day, and like we'd get some of the stuff from like seek international and stuff. But like, you know, I always see him reading like either what all he reads all those nice because he reads a ball, he reads a jogger or a card, and he reads uh, my football as well. So I see him, he's getting his news from all over. He's covering all the bases. <laughs> yeah, my dad is strictly a CMTV guy and he watches it all the oh. time. So like I, I got there sometimes and it's just the same like six old men talking exactly they the always same get, thing. Uh, we're at the three of the talk house. They go family. for hours. They go oh, for I don't understand. So How do you have so much to talk about? I wish we got the one where it was uh I think it's I think it was Seek and it's the porno guy like Almost coming across the table to fight the Benfica guy. Is it the Maizu Maizu one? Digo. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that clip went viral in Canada, by the way. That made Canadian like sports television and and UK. <laughs> that went that went it viral. Went viral. And people were like, I don't know what they're talking about. I'm like, I knew what they were talking about, but I'm like, he was almost like over his table ready to fight that man. There's, just just on the topic before we move on, like speaking of viral clips, I was watching like an old YouTube. It was like a, a channel that used to be on like Sky for us, which is like our main like cable provider. Yeah, and it was basically like recapping like the world. And there was this one from 2016 or 2017. There's the guy that Alvalade, who's when sporting TV or any cameras, he literally is just in the background staring at the camera, and he always just tries. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like, I was just watching it, and, it, and like the guy introduced hey, it as dude? like just this guy on camera. I was like, holy shit, I recognize him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. That's well, hilarious. He's like an older guy. Like, yeah, this made like English, like new, like a news channel. Yeah. Like, what, what the hell? And it was obviously like taking the piss out of him for literally just staring at the camera the whole time. Yeah, oh, like, for sure. And like when I was, what, what was I watching the other day? I think it was, it might have been sick or something like that. And he was still there. So like <laughs> so six, seven that's years dedicated. later. He's literally always behind, like just staring, like when the, they give like, the interviews, just, like the fans walk past. He's always just there, always there. I respect but, the yeah. commitment to the cause. I gotta respect the grind. That's literally, he is just like every, every game, and like he's always just in the background of the camera. That's, I don't know the guys now. I feel like every every team has some version of that, like whether it's like football, hockey, basketball. Like every team has like that one fan. You you always see him. Like yeah. that's the that's the guy. <laughs> yeah, but let's let's move on. We'll we'll wrap up in a bit here as well. Um, so just congratulations to the Portuguese uh, women's national team making the, the World Cup. Uh, Chris, you said you were up up at the, that time to watch it. Better, yeah, I was, I was, I was very nervous that it was going to go to extra time because yeah. I was, paid. but luckily conceded in the 89th, got a penalty in the 92nd. And yeah. ended up winning. So yeah. Chris was Chris was sending texts and Sam was like, in. Chris was sending texts and Sam was like, bro, go to bed. I'm going to work. Again, like, what are you you know, doing? If we get to that overlap period. If yeah. Sam's aw- if, if Sam is awake and I'm awake at night, it's trouble. Same <laughs> goes for the other way around. Bro, I was asleep. And Sam's if Sam is awake for the next day and I'm still up, trouble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if one of if one of us is is still up in a in a when we overlap late zone, at night, it's a bad sign. It's not a good sign. <laughs> yeah, I, I was in the office and I was already um, working by like half an hour. I saw Christmas just like Chris, like go to sleep, sleep man, my dude. 
Yeah, it was like almost four. I got up for work at like seven. Like... I checked my I checked my phone uh really quickly before I ended up driving before I went for the, the 15 minute drive. And I was like, bro, like credit to you for staying up. Cause you said you weren't gonna stay up for it. Got it done, you they got the job you done. Did. You grinded. And now That's they're in fair. the same group as the US women's national team. They so got a they got a group of they got a very difficult, cast. very difficult group. Netherlands is very good. US women's national team is very good. And then I think um, Vietnam. So, uh, you know, Vietnam is probably the weakest team. But the, the European, one of the best teams in Europe, and then one of the best teams yeah. in the world. So, we'll see. The reigning world champions, no? So yeah, and the reigning world champions. world champions. Yeah. So, not an easy group. But uh, still, I think it's it's great to see them finally get in. Uh, I'm, it's funny because I'm used to Canadian women's team doing great and our Canadian men's team doing awful so it's funny how it's the flip reverse with portugal but yeah it's great for uh great for the the girls and the coaching staff congratulations to them uh, a few sporting players on the team several former play uh sporting players on the team so congrats uh good to see it's good to see the women's game growing uh steadily especially the last couple years so let's let's keep it going and see what we can do you gotta we've qualified for what two euros in a row now so hopefully this uh this starts a cycle of we just kind of keep coming to these tournaments and just getting better and slowly getting experience. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, just before we move on as well, Sporting released a statement on the, the, the child that has been hit by a flare. Oh, the clubs reading... are... This, this is breaking, then. This is brand new. Yeah, so yeah, I'll, I'll read it news, out. Folks. It's, right. uh, it's, a, it's the second time in the space of a month children have been affected by the misuse of pyrotechnics. It's critical for the sport and the majority of supporters who travel to their club alone or with their family. And then it says continued. After being assisted at the scene, the child was taken to hospital and was assisted in the ambulance after being hit in the head with uh, a pyrotechnic device. So, yeah, whether it happened or not, again, people are saying it didn't. I don't know, but I'm sure that will be a a new story to keep updating. So keep an eye on the Sporting 160 Twitter page for, for updates. Like anything with this club, we'll never really know what happened. We'll never really find out, will we? Probably yeah, not. I'm. It's it, obviously it's perfect for their narrative, right? Oh, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. There, I mean, I worked for an MLS team, right? I know yeah. that there are safe ways to do pyro, right? And if you yeah. coordinate it and you set it up and you have specific zones and then you have discard areas, you can do it safely. It happens in Germany just, all the time. When you, you just have a, have a blanket example. policy of we're just going to pretend like it's not real, it doesn't exist, people sneak it in, and then it ends up getting used in circumstances. So it's like people are going to use them. People do use them. Just allow them to use it safely because if you don't, they're just going to use it potentially unsafely. Yeah, so it happens. In, you it, have a European example, not even just an MLS example, right? Like Germany. Your, Germany do it, does yeah. it with like – very little issue so you have it's not like you don't have like places you can turn to figure out a solution they're very close to you in in some circumstances so it's not like this is a completely impossible task it's not like you're climbing mount everest like you're we're asking you to go up the hill we're asking you to climb the mountain they're making it so much more difficult than it needs to be and you're right there's safe sections to do it like teams will go and they will go out of their way and they will say okay we're gonna allow it here's here's where you can do it here's the rules here's what you can do here's what you can't do 
Like that's all. That's all they need to do. Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Um, and before we wrap up, we've got modalities news. Uh, Chris, did you want to take that one? Um, the hockey team lost today for the uh, Champions League, so they are two and one. Three games played. Yeah. Um. And then also. Handball now. Yeah, handball. Um, cons- I think they won yet again. Uh, for um European League. Uh, but they had already clinched second place. Um, yeah, they're now so. playing to avoid like the Sharks in the uh, in the next round. Essentially, they're just playing for position now. If oh yeah, so actually, I think we won the group, right? We finished first in the group. I um, think so. so yeah. yeah, I mean that's solid. And then uh, yeah, that was. I mean, for, I wasn't really tuned in modally that to, to be honest this past weekend. Uh, futsal, um, Eric. Uh, futsal won Barcelona. like ten nothing, but I, I also don't think there was that many either. No, uh, Eric. Did, Eric's uh, not going to be with Sporting anymore. He signed with Barcelona. That's the other one. Is there's been rumors of Eric to Barcelona for months now. Now they're saying it's yeah. official. I mean, it's not going to be official, official till the end of the season. But it's looking yeah. more and more like hashtag Renova Eric is not going to happen. Yeah. Well, Record have specifically stated that's what the Spanish press have said. So Record yeah. still out on the fence, it seems like. With the, so we haven't had any confirmation from any Portuguese. No, it's yet. always been foreign journals that, that have said it from the beginning, to be fair. Yeah, so until we get a concrete report from... But, I mean, they're going to offer him probably double the salary. So from he'll, make, heard, he'll make more money. He'll make more from money. What I he's, heard, he's on he's on three grand a, a week here at Sporting. Barcelona are going to offer him thirty grand. So a week, yeah. So just no brainer. I mean, yeah, take the money and run, kid. Like <laughs> I'd take it if he doesn't want it. I'll gladly suit up. <laughs> if Barcelona still has any money, by the way, because they're in their own weird. Debacle financially, they're out yeah. of Europa League, so that doesn't help their financial situation. Yeah, that's already dire. <laughs> cool. So is that it for Modelli Dad's news? Yeah, yet? slow, slow news yeah. for Modelli Dad's. Cool. Uh, before we wrap up, I am once again uh, inviting you to to join our giveaway. Literally, to win a free sporting shirt, it's free. You don't have to do anything apart from subscribe to us and reply to this pin tweet here. We'll put the link in the description as well. Um, so just make sure you're you're in with a chance to win a free shirt. Like I said, we'll cover delivery if you're outside of, of Portugal as well and also everything else. Um, there's also terms and conditions in the replies below, so make sure you check that out. And also check out the sporting uh, page, our page on, in general on YouTube. We've been putting out some content. I uh, did a video uh, on Wednesday, uh, which was um, why did Edlotto's career go so downhill? Before Start a new series, yeah. I like yeah. that. What happened to that Wonder Kid? We'll, we'll start off a new series because there's going to be a lot of them that, w- that we could do. <laughs> we got a few. I added some to our list, Sam. A, a couple now. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy existed. <laughs> yeah. And uh, before that, there was all the youngsters to debut under Ruben Amarim. And before that, it was how Cuartes became a sporting legend. I mean, I'm biased because I did all of them videos, but please check them out because I think they're very good. I like good them. watches. We have some cool stuff. We have some cool stuff in the pipeline, though. So do do take a subscribe. We want to do, uh, especially when the off season kind of hits, we're going to be uh, light on content. So you'll probably see some fun stuff like kit rankings and uh, 
all time 11s and some cool stuff so do do subscribe we're, we're less than 150 away we're almost there we're, we're making a slow crawl so do subscribe it means a lot to us and it's free it costs you nothing exactly and you could win a chance of getting a free shirt a free, what it's 80 euros for free pretty much and if you so. if you're from outside of portugal and you win that you, you know what they charge at loja van for shipping we're paying some money for that yeah, <laughs> the exactly. shipping's almost as much as the shirt the competition is free to everyone but us <laughs> so, yeah literally do do subscribe it's a it's a it's a good time but yeah make sure you make sure you enter because you could have a chance of winning it um but yeah we'll we'll wrap it up there thank you james for that as well Thanks, james. um we'll wrap it up there for now uh, make sure you follow the guys follow richard on twitter here also follow chris on twitter here you've got myself as well and we said danny saldania as well steph doesn't have social media but shout out to steph anyway um also make sure to follow us on tiktok sporting 160 underscore yen same with youtube same with twitter and instagram spotify soundcloud all of your good streaming services you can find us there as well but again guys thank you for watching and peace